horror fans. I'm Echo. And I'm Scar. are you ready to grab your soda and your popcorn? And dive into some scared popless? So, Echo, how are you feeling about episode one? This is episode one. Yeah, trailer done. I'm pretty excited. You excited? How'd you feel about the trailer? One to ten rating of popcorns. I would say ten out of ten popcorns. Ten out of ten popcorns. Yeah, after we recorded, Claire was like, you know... I could do that real deep voice. I could have read the entire thing in like a movie pronouncer voice. And I was like, because then we could have just had, instead of like join us, we could have had join co-hosts. And I was like, oh man. But then I was like, I don't know. It's kind of silly the way we did it. And like all the sound effects that I found. I was like, I was randomly searching. So the soda sound effect was not in the original like idea concept because I had it broke down farther in my notes than what I sent you. And... I was looking for a TV turning on sound. Didn't find that because I was working on the actual, like, opening for this new podcast because I listened to the old podcast we had, the opening theme, and I was like, I don't know. We feel like this needs something a little more silly because, let's be honest, this is a horror movie podcast with oops, all spoilers and such, but this is also kind of a comedy horror movie podcast type podcast Absolutely. thing. <laughs> if that makes any sense, my brain kind of lost exact focus on what I was saying. But I was like, this needs something a little more upbeat, but horror, you know, than like the old one had that mm-hmm. like somber opening. It's like, I want a TV turning on. And then out of nowhere comes this beautiful can opening sound. And I was like, yes. I will find a use for you. (laughs) So, to start it off, I have a question for you. And this is going to be a new ongoing thing. I just know it. This movie that we're talking about this week, the main over-theme of the episode would be Don't Breathe, right? And Don't Breathe, we don't know this, but we get a final girl to add to the list of final girls. So my question for you, Echo... Is if you were relying on a final girl to save you, who out of these two would you pick? Gail Weathers from Scream or Rocky from this movie? Notice I didn't give you Sydney because that would have been too yeah. obvious of a choice. I think I would want Gail on my side, honestly, because although Rocky fought hard, I still don't think she has the skills and experience that Gail does. Not just that, she doesn't, she fought hard, but the overall energy, you can't explain the overall energy of a final girl. You just mm-hmm. know it when you find it. Rocky doesn't have that same yeah. energy. Because when I think final girl, I think, like, even though they are, like, yeah. the victim, notice the air quotes, like, they don't have the energy of a victim. And at one point, Rocky was, like, really close to just yep. being all like, okay, she I'm done. almost gave up, for sure. Which brings me to my next point. The overall theme of this movie is foreshadow. I don't care what anyone says. It could have been an alternate name for the yep. movie at this point. Because this movie is foreshadow sure city. Is. Because watching it the second time, because we, bo- mm-hmm. we both watched it twice, like, recently, right? I noticed that even the dog, the dog barking at the windows Mm -hmm. and Rocky freaking out was already foreshadowed when they were casing 
Yeah. I guess you would call it the yep. the man's house. This movie. Oh man. There's so much we can oh, say about this movie. First off, I did find this really cool fact. Let me figure out where I put it. Okay, here it is. There was an alternate name for the movie. Do you want to guess what it was? Uh, I don't know. The alternate name for the the original film title for the movie was A Man in the Dark. I get why Don't Breathe yeah. is catchier, but I like the ominous part yeah. of A Man in the Dark, because that has so many underlying yeah. meanings. Oh, and then here's another fact that I had just under that one. This is this is also a... I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong. I know the pronunciation <laughs> police are out there. The street that the old man lives on, right? The main person... Like, are we going to call him the villain? The main monster... The main bad, the main bad. Okay. We'll go with the main bad. <laughs> he lives on a street called yeah. Buena Vista, and that translates in Spanish to good sight. And yeah, this man is blind. Funny. I like that one. Oh, apparently there were also three dogs. Three different pl- dogs were oh. used Very for that role in the movie. And now, you know, do we want to talk real quick about like some of the actors in the movie? Or do you want to just jump into the meat of the we movie? right into the meat um because really the only the only character i recognized from other things was the guy that played alex uh yes hold on i have the pronunciation i had it like queued up because yeah last names it's dylan Dylan manette and i recognize him from other things but i can't tell you right now off the top of my head what i recognize him from well he was in scream right uh scream five right because he was kirby's son and he was in some other stuff that i can't think of off the top of my head but they weren't horror movies i don't think but him and the actor that plays rocky they share the same birthday december 29th oh he okay dylan manette was also in shield Marvel Agents okay. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just off the top. I can also, like, scroll down. If you want to get into the heart of the movie, I can also, here in a moment, tell you what else he was in. Because I know it's going to bug me until I look. Oh, okay. he was in Goosebumps. Yep, that's... Goosebumps, 13 Reasons Why, The yep. Open House, Prisoners. Yep. 13 Reasons Why and Goosebumps are probably what I recognize him most from. Also, can can we just talk about how Alex is, like, the only, like, redeeming character who did not deserve the, the yeah, ending that, that he got. that is absolutely true. Um, money was an absolute D-bag with zero redeeming qualities, <laughs> except for maybe not ratting out his friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, his girlfriend. Or as Money said, don't come at me. Yeah. His bitch. Direct quote. That's my <laughs> bitch in there, man. <laughs> Normally, in a horror movie, I would have a favorite quote, but this movie just... Unless I'm gonna go with, how's that yeah. taste? Then I really yeah. can't pick a favorite. Like, like, there's not enough meatage to the quotes to pick a favorite. But, yeah. So, Alex. The the reason that yes. I think that he's the only one with true redeemable qualities is he's got a moral compass. It seems he's a little more nervous about doing these beanies even though he's the one with the access and everything he's clearly only doing this because 
he's into Rocky. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm 90% sure if we could, like, come up with a back origin or there was one for him, it would literally be, this man did this because Rocky. So, like, I do like the beginning, like, that Mm -hmm. come-in shot of him dragging Rocky down the road and then the growing of music as the drone cuts in closer. But then we cut to the three young adults because I'm not calling them teens because no, No. they were not teens breaking into a house and then like, okay, that was slightly suspenseful but then also it cuts to a hilarious, I don't know why this was thought to be added in the movie Unless they really wanted money just to have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Money taking a piss all over to this house. And it's not just like he's standing there, like, taking a piss. Getting it everywhere. Air humping pee (laughs) around the house. Oh. I don't know why that needed to be a thing. This movie had so many what-the-fuck gross moments. And that just was the start of it. So much worse. But then also... It does add in this layer of once they were done, and it it explains how they've gotten away with it for so long. Once they're done, because Alex's dad runs the security company or owns the security company that all these people, wealthy house people, are using to protect their stuff, they turn the code back on, wait until Alex knows it's set, and throw something through the windows. And I was like, yeah, that explains exactly how they were able to yeah. get away with it for so long. Because otherwise they would have connected, okay, all these houses have the same security system and none of the security systems went off mm-hmm. when stuff was stolen. So it has to be somebody with access yeah. to the security company. Awkward silence. Here <laughs> we go. So then after that initial breaking and entering scene, right, we move on Mm -hmm. to Rocky at home, correct? Was it right? Well, we see Alex, Mm -hmm. Dylan's character, putting the keys away, and that's that's how we know his dad works Mm -hmm. for the security company. No, before they go to Rocky's house, it's them, we see money, hit up their contact, give him all the stolen goods, get their money back. Money complains about the amount Mm -hmm. of money that he got, and that's when they get the money gets the hint about yep. the the old man the blind man and so they all are at like some cafe which why are you telling your crimes yeah. in a cafe how to get caught no. fucking 101 right there dumbass but they're in a cafe talking about mm-hmm. robbing the man that's the next yeah. thing we cut to and then that's when alex uh, kind of shows part of his moral compass he's just like we don't steal money that's a federal offense and mm-hmm. money or yes. anything over 10 K like he's very yeah. specific about the law, but it's also when he's like, okay, he hears old man daughter died in an accident. And he's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to head the no, fuck no, out. No, no. This is not what we do. <laughs> and then it's after this that yeah. we see Rocky's so home life. She's sitting there. She's taking care of her little sister. Of course, her mother who is obviously awful is all like oh hey you should go get me a pizza and then rocky's all like well you don't have any money and then the mom says oh well then you buy it i know you're making money and so clearly 
at this point, obviously, the mother is not a good person. And then she proceeds to insinuate that her daughter is making her money sucking dick. Well, and even the motion, like, okay, you know, like, there's the middle school yeah. motion, uh, you know, like that. Yeah. Nobody can see this <laughs> other than you. But the motion that she makes is, like, way uh, more hyper-suggestive than, like, the silly yeah. little middle school thing, right? And so I was like, and then top it all off, okay, is is the girl Baraki's sister, or did Rocky have a kid real young? Because that's the sure other question I have. that it's a little sister. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. But she does it in front of this girl who, like, movie-wise, is probably yeah. around eight. And insinuating all this stuff. And you're just all like, okay. And you're thinking at this point, okay, she just mm-hmm. earns a bad mom award. That's that's it. But you don't. It does then it gets worse. worse. This woman gets worse later. Yes. She's worse. And you're like, God fucking yeah. damn it. This woman is maybe even less irredeemable than money. Right. And then it, this is also like when we find out that the only reason Alex is in any of this shit is because mm-hmm. he's into Rocky. And like, this is when you can start mm-hmm. like super telling because we don't find out until they go to rob the, the blind man that Rocky yeah. and Money are dating. Cause nope. there's no hint of that other than they're both going to California, but yeah. that could have meant anything. Like it yeah. could have just been a friend group. And. The other thing before anyone asks me is that character didn't have a name on IMDb. He's listed yep. as the blind man. So I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't call him that if he yeah. had a name. If he had a name, <laughs> Echo, he needs a name. I would call him anyway. George. Yeah, his name is George. George. George the blind man. And also we find out like Alex does look it up, and this man did, in fact, lose his daughter because she was hit. In a car accident mm-hmm. of some sort by a person, a rich girl yeah. who had been drinking, and that there was a six figure settlement about it, and also that he is a military yeah. veteran. And it's like, okay, so at this point, they still don't know he's blind. So Alex is kind of like, okay, because Rocky really needs the money because she wants to get her sister out of yeah. here, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be the man. Yep. I'm gonna do this shit. And then we start. The car scene, which once money got in the car, took yeah. a little too long. Up till money got in the car, it was fine. But like at the point that money got in the car, the yeah. scene just lasted too long, in my opinion. It 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 was starting to yeah. bore me by then. I get why they stayed in the car because they had to have the foreshadow of the mm-hmm. damn dog in the car. But it was just like okay, let's move on. But we also find out that Rocky just got a new tattoo with her part of yeah. the month with part of her money and it's ladybug and then she starts telling alex that it's because her mom used to lock her in the trunk of cars when she would get in trouble and at one point a ladybug flew in and stayed with her on her wrist all night until she finally got let out in the morning and that this was the last time, once she gets to California, it's getting colored in. And that's the last time she's ever yeah. going to mark her body. Which I wonder if it's still the same after the end of this movie. Like, if that's still going to be her last tattoo. Because oh, bitch yeah. went through some shit. That's, that's such a wholesome scene. And then uh-huh. dickhead money shows up. And you're like, great, now this asshole yeah. is back. And this is when we find out that the, the veteran 
mm-hmm. is blind. Because his crazy-ass dog runs up and jumps on the car, and when he calls the mm-hmm. dog back, they notice he's strolling down the street with one of those canes. Straight up could you fuck... <laughs> uh, could you... Ah, Cujo style fucking mm, up on this car. Pause. I might grossness. just might just leave that in. That was kind of funny. We get all that, and then we. It's kind of nice because that's like okay. That's the end of backstory mm-hmm. to the friendship. Time for the action to start, and it cuts to them at night starting to break in mm-hmm. to the man's house, and then this is the first hint that we get that something. Oh. Do you want to talk about the money quote real quick? About what money yeah. says about the man being and blind? So Alex goes, it's kind of fucked up to rob a blind guy, right? And then money says, just because he's blind doesn't mean he's a fucking saint, bro. Yeah. Which, true, but yeah. foreshadow. Major foreshadow. Again, there's so many foreshadowing moments going on right in this area. And so they're breaking into the house, and this is when we get the... F- first hint that okay maybe this is not all it seems because they go to unlock the door and the guy has four more locks three uh, is it four more other than the one that they already unlocked or is it three more because they have one key yeah because and money says who puts four locks on something unless they don't want anyone getting in or something like that and then at this point, we also find out, okay, they've drugged the yeah. dog, so the dog is asleep. Money reaches in, tries to unlock the cellar, and we find out why he wasn't getting the cellar unlocked later. All that goes on, and, and everything, and Money's being extremely loud, oh, yeah. mind you. Everyone else is like, Money, shh, shh. Money is oh, being yeah. a loud motherfucker over here. And Rocky's like, oh, look, a window. If you lift me up, I'll break the window. Mm-hmm. I'll go in that way. And Alex, of course, gets stressed out because we find out Alex is very, very protective yeah. and tedious oh, yeah. about the alarm system. Because Alex 100% yep. does not want to get caught. Alex is like, okay, you have 30 seconds. You have 30 yes. seconds. And so Rocky's like, I got it, I got it. And she goes in through the window. And you notice that she shakes yeah. a piece of glass off her from the hallway. I cannot believe. That after she's in the house and that bit where she shakes the glass off of her shoe in the middle of the hallway, I cannot believe that nobody later on cuts their foot on that because they're running around without shoes. That would have been that would have been like a yeah. quiet place moment right there. They they set it up purpose like purposely. They didn't set it up purposely, but they set it up where legitimately that could have yeah. been a quiet place moment and i think that would have been better yeah. than the stinky shoe but we'll talk about yeah. the stinky shoes in a little bit which stinky shoe yeah, bit is disgusting weirds me the fuck out but yeah anyway so with with how much foreshadowing this movie does i cannot believe that that specific scene where she's oh i have glass stuck to my shoe i better get that off it's making noise and it's just laying in the middle of the hallway. I cannot believe that they did not come back to that. Do you think they possibly that got the is scene? Probably the case because whenever I had IMDb pulled up and it was showing like the trailer on the top of the screen, um, it shows a bit that I did not see in the movie itself. So whenever mm-hmm. I watched it the second time, in the beginning scene where they're breaking into the first house. 
in the trailer on IMDb, yes. they were showing Money and Rocky making out in that house. And I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, so there probably, probably was a lot of stuff out. Because that's, I was thinking about it last night. And I was like, that doesn't, the glass no. doesn't seem to come back. Even though you pointed it out to me after I had already yeah. watched it the second time. And I was like, for a movie that seems to not have any zoom-ins or like moments of like, oh, this is how this is done. For there just to be a piece of glass, it's like, okay, well, it could have been like a false thing. But it's like, no, I don't think so. Because everything else mm -hmm. that they focused on like that yeah. had a purpose. Like it came back to have a purpose. And I was like, the foreshadowing is so heavy. And from a storytelling perspective, the foreshadow yeah. was beautiful. The way they did it with the scene, you know? And so it was like, all of this has a purpose. And so for the glass not to have any bit of purpose, yeah. it kind of bothered me. Because, like, at first, whenever I was watching it and the old man steps on that lock piece that got broken off, at first I thought, oh, there's the glass. And then it wasn't. It was that metal lock piece that he was feeling. So they're in the house and... They find that the cellar, this is the first time we mm -hmm. get to zoom in on the cellar door that has a bunch of locks on it. And at this point, we just know the man is supposed to have a bunch of money and yeah. he doesn't trust banks. So we're like, okay, you know, that could just be the money. But it's like, there's so many foreshadowings that watching it the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, that would be weird for just money to have that much yeah. locks and things. But we find out more later, and it also makes Money's death even more like, yeah, oh, that's why cause... that happened. Mm -hmm. When you watch it the second time, because that was yeah. a whole foreshadowing a bit. When we Money started screaming, not to get too off topic, yeah, but he started screaming, "That's we know what's down there, and we're yeah. not leaving without it. You know? And so then it's like, okay, like, this whole movie really is about the foreshadowing. There's a horror element to it, and there's a thriller element to it, but also... I have to give it some points, some extra points for just the storytelling elements that they focus on, yep. like the foreshadowing, you know? And also, while they're casing out the guy's house, they find out yep. he doesn't have they, any neighbors. They say specifically, which is, four blocks around, there is nobody living in that neighborhood. So it also makes you wonder if he bought the house after the accident. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe not, mm -hmm. because he is blind and that would be a lot to move. You know, it also almost seems like the house itself mm -hmm. is purposeful. So they're all breaking in. Money, of course, is being noisy while everyone else yeah. is being semi-quiet. This, I think, would be a great time to focus on, on the elements of money going up to the guy's bedroom to do the yeah. chloroform bomb. There's a nice, a really nice cut-in scene, honestly. You hear the yeah. home movie playing in the background first. So you're like, okay, this guy has TV on. So that works in yeah. their favor at this point. That's the guy why has he TV hasn't on. heard the little glass breaking, hasn't heard the little beeping of the alarm as it's waiting to be stopped, mm -hmm. hasn't heard the footsteps in the house yet, that kind of stuff. What you can, like, think of as mm -hmm. his amount of hearing, right? That TV has to be yeah. really loud to him, even though it's semi-quiet yep. because it's right there and if he can hear things as far away as he can hear them that would explain a lot because you know later on his hearing oh, is like yeah. immaculate so it would be like okay so that whole movie to him even though it would be like a semi-normal noise to us was yeah, probably, probably really loud. loud at this point we find out he has a purple heart we see that 
And so it's like, okay, he lost his vision in the war. That's what we initially can pull out of it. He's a veteran. And so you got money being real quiet, mixing up the chlorobomb in this water bottle, which... Why does money have, like, two empty water bottles? He probably had them to plan to, like, be in one later, maybe. You know, gross boy stuff. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I guess. But he's mixing it up in this dumb shit. I don't understand why you wouldn't, like, put the whole... Okay, if I was uh-huh. thinking about breaking in and doing this, which I would never do, I am like, I may... Act like a hard bean, but I am yeah. a soft bean, okay? I'd never do this level of shit. I pre put yeah. the hole in it, right? And living as a person who lives in a state where yeah. weed is legal, you know, I would put my thumb yeah. over the hole to let the gas build up. Mix it, shake it, whatever yeah. you gotta do. Like, squish it. Because you can do that. You can put your thumb yeah. over your tiny, like, a hole. Like, I would pre-punch the hole. But I get from a storytelling element why they didn't. Because the man has to wake yeah. up and turn off the TV. But Money straight up pulls a pen out of his pocket. And it's all like, okay, this has got air building up in it. So, like, the yeah. pressure in this is building. Gotta pop a hole. Obviously, that's how this works. And he stabs it with a pen. And then he puts his thumb over it to put it down. But th- there's this awesome moment of stab. And then Money, like, thinks, oh, shit, yeah. I made a loud noise in here. And we just see the old uh-huh. man sitting straight up. And that is spooky as fuck. And this is the first time we see mm-hmm. see his eyes, too. They're all clouded over, kind of looking. Oh, and a fun fact. Those contacts actually oh, yeah. impaired they, they his do. vision. They do. Anything a little bit. that is like total blackout or total whiteout, that is going to make it difficult for you to see. And so that's also interesting but he, he's like, who's there? And he turns off the TV. Money puts down the bottle, leaves the room, slowly, very quietly, very kind of intense scene. So to this point, you're like, okay, this isn't really a horror movie. Yeah. This is a thriller. But, you know, I'm in this. Everything's going on. And then Money gets out of there, of course, and he goes downstairs very quietly. And they're like, okay, let's break the lock off this door because... Obviously, Alex doesn't have the key. How should we do this? And they're all looking for a quiet solution. And money's dumbass. This dumb shit reveals, oh, look, I brought a gun. this lock off. Gangster style. Mm -hmm. And he legit says that. Legitimately says that. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, money's dumbass. And that's also when Alex starts really freaking out. That was Alex's final straw. He's like, dude. You bringing a weapon gives them legal yeah. right to shoot us. Like, he is, he knows all and, about the laws. And mm-hmm. at this point, he's over it. He's over this shit. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna head out. I am out. Because money, I don't know how this motherfucker pulls this off. And I'm sorry I'm <laughs> cussing a lot. But God damn, this movie kind of deserves it. Pulls a bottle out, an empty bottle from his bag, puts the gun up to the bottle, and manages... First time shooting a gun, mind mm-hmm. you, supposedly, to shoot the lock off through the bottle. And I don't care why he used the bottle. Makeshift silencer. That's the only I don't thing understand it. But all it would do was reverberate the sound. When you send sound into yeah. an enclosed area, it bounces off the back. That's how sound vibration fucking works. I get yeah. that money's a dumbass, but Jesus. 
And that's 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 Alex yeah. is like, okay, I'm Homer mm-hmm. Simpsoning out of this bitch, like right through the hedges. Like he's just like heading for that fence. Then we get to scene of just like money looks up and the old man's just standing there, mm-hmm. which is great. Again, great. Yep, he's just, just standing right the there. Door. Jump scare. <gasps> Who's there? And he's walking forward. And that's when he does his like eight yeah. foot Philly thing with the lock thing to find out that it was the piece holding the lock mm-hmm. onto the cellar door. And so at first they're trying to be super like, quiet. They're trying not to let on that they're there, but then money speaks up. Well, because yeah. the guy fills the piece. Money's like, hey dude, I'm just a drunk guy that... No. Money tries to say he's just the yeah. drunk guy that wandered in there before yeah. the guy fills the piece. And then after the guy fills the piece, yep. Money's like, I'll shoot you! Mm-hmm. I'll shoot you! We know it's down there! Yep. We're not leaving without it! And you're like, okay. At this point, you still don't know what's down yep. there. You're just thinking it's the money. And you're like, okay, this old man has a really strong uh-huh. reaction to keeping his money. That's what I thought at first. Because, and then I thought, okay, well, maybe the gun triggered yeah, some PTSD. That's, that's like, I also possible. thought maybe that was going on. It was like... At this point, I'm thinking, okay, the reason the guy starts going after all of them is because yeah. PTSD. Because I don't remember, I remember seeing a trailer for it, but I don't remember, remember, yeah. like, the trailer for it. You know what I mean? And so at this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is just, like, a thriller. And he, like, p- grabs the gun, pins money up against the wall, and this, like, yeah. insane moment of hand-to-hand oh, yeah. action. Showing this guy is strong and, and he's not as helpless as he kind of seemed to begin with and everything which i figured yeah he's he was a veteran so he gets money pinned up against the wall and money's dumbass mm-hmm. keeps just talking and the guy bends back the gun while it's in money's arm and shoots through yep. money's jaw and at this point i'm all like okay well i called money dying and i don't really feel yeah. bad about money dying but Rocky, like, drops to the floor and is absolutely yeah. well, traumatized. I mean, wouldn't be seeing somebody shot? Which, yeah, obviously. And I mean... And, you know, he, he's like, she's, like, backed up yeah, against I mean, the I closet. Yeah, is her boyfriend or whatever. So even more traumatizing. Kudos to her to actually keeping her mouth shut as best as she did. Sorry. My dog is burrowed under one of the blankets with just his <laughs> ass sticking out. And it's the most hilarious yeah. thing because he's asleep. So... That whole situation happens. Rocky gets herself into this closet, into the back corner. And we also get this nice little cutscene of Alex stopping mm-hmm. when he hears the gunshot. He's like, oh shit, I better go make sure that Rocky's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly his thought process. Which, if he would have just finished leaving, yeah. he would have lived. Rocky might yeah, not have, not. but he might have. Actually, they mo both might have gotten I don't know. Out of there. I don't think Rocky seemed like she'd be able to figure out how to get out on her own. But Rocky went through the window. And even yeah. though it's a fall, to get back out, you know, she might have got a twisted ankle and shit. But she might have, yeah. she might have lived. Well, she yeah. did live either way. She might have gotten out of there. I'm going to go with it because the guy at this point mm-hmm. checks his little safe, fills his money, and then decides to take care of like, the moving the lock piece and and yeah. taking care of money, yeah. moving money's body. And so Alex gets back in there. He finds, he messages Rocky and they find out Rocky's in the closet. So Alex is like, okay, get to the closet, get yeah. Rocky, go. That's, that's the plan. 
at this point, the old guy is like relocking like the front door and all that stuff, which I have a question about later. Did that, or we can talk about it now. Did that door have a doggy door? I don't think it did. Then how'd the dog get inside? You know, my only assumption is maybe the old man let the dog in before he went down maybe. to the basement. Did he whistle for the dog before he locked it? Oh, wait, he did go out to yeah. the cellars at one point. So, yeah, he could have let the dog in. That makes sense. Because I was like, to me, I feel like if it had a doggy door, that's yeah. how Rocky would have got Especially in. for a dog that big, you'd have to have a pretty big doggy door. And if she could fit through yeah. the size of windows she went through, she could fit through yeah. a doggy door, I think. Okay, that was just a side tangent. Because I was like, wait a minute, yeah. did they have a doggy door? Alex gets to Rocky. Rocky gets the money, which, of course, we know she does because she watched the man punch the key, yeah. the code into the safe. They go to leave. And they're, like, walking. And you're like, okay, everything's good. Something bad has got to happen. And yeah. then, squeak, somebody's mm-hmm. dumb shoes squeak the floorboard. shoes back on as he was leaving. <sighs> mm-hmm. We get the scene of an old man, and we think, okay, we're going to get another yeah. death, like, right off the bat. And we're not even... At this point, we're maybe close yeah. to halfway through the movie, and the, the old the man holds up the gun and it starts pointed kind of towards Alex, and then slowly we pan over to it pointing to Rocky, and so then we get this moment where we think Alex is gonna be like, yeah, say something, but then we get the ultimate moment of it. He fires the gun, misses Rocky. Well, the phone, the phone rings, right? And that's why he fired. Yeah. Oh, the phone Money's rings. Phone he, rings. The phone rings, and he mm-hmm. fires the gun. And and you're like, okay, th- so the the man shoots the phone, and then he picks up the phone, and then he goes on taking money out. And this is when they head down into the cellar, yep. right? Because they're like, okay, I remember the storm cellar door. We can get out through there. That's why they head down to the basement. They get down there, and they're doing all this stuff. And I believe... That they wouldn't have gotten attention drawn to themselves, except for, I know this man is blind, but Rocky decides to turn on the power to see in the cellar. And I'm like, I kind of get it, but are you being serious right now? This is when we get the turn of, oh my god, this isn't just a a traumatized veteran or a thriller movie. There's this girl fucking yeah. tied up in, yeah, in, in some the basement. Of... And not just tied up. She's like on top yep. of all these couch cushions. Which, how many couches do you think lost their cushions? At least five. If not ten. Okay, maybe if they were the long yeah. L-shaped couches, I'll give you that. But there had to be like 20 to 30 yeah. couches worth of cushions. Because they were like... Each one on the floor was stacked three high, at least. We find out that, oh my god, there's this girl mm-hmm. tied up in the basement wanting help. And Rocky's like, we cannot mm-hmm. leave without her. We have to take her. That's the girl that hit uh-huh. the blind man's daughter. Like, she has this immaculate newspaper clipping that she saved this also when the the blind man gets alerted that people are Mm -hmm. either downstairs or that the girl downstairs is moving around because the riggy he's got her tied up to has a Mm -hmm. bell that leads upstairs and you'd think 
that that girl would know that she was tied to a bell, but, you know, I don't know. Okay, one quick break later. Um, because <laughs> Echo's internet decided, you know what? I'm gonna head the fuck out, and I'm tired of hearing about this damn no stinky shoe movie. Okay. So while the two are downstairs, I forgot about this. The shoe scene happens. So I'm glad mm-hmm. I said something about stinky ass shoes. Yeah. Because the shoe scene. <laughs> yeah. The horrifying so, yep. stinky shoe scene. Yeah. So the old man's locking the doors and as he's walking away, he like sniffs. He uh, gets down on the floor, starts feeling around. It's sniffing like finds... a dog. I know. May I add. And he finds Money's shoe and he huffs it. And then he gets looking for the other one, and then he knocks his hand against Rocky's shoes. Then he gets feeling that, and obviously he can tell that's a woman's shoe. So he knows that there are at least two people in the house. And then it's around that point also that Alex and Rocky are, like, trying to help the girl down in the basement. And the man has set up this contraption. It's like a hole in the wall upstairs that... The girl is, like, tied to, and there's a bell on it, so when she moves around too much, it rings the bell. And so then he's all like, oh, not only are there motherfuckers in my house that's more than just the one I killed, they're in my cellar, basement, whatever we want to call it. Agitating the kidnapped girl. Yes. And also, there's, like, a lot of foreshadowing here, because they do, the angles that they do take do kind of show her stomach. Yeah. I noticed it this time. And so there's a little bit of foreshadowing of something's going on with her more than just he kidnapped her. They're making Rocky and Alex are making their way to the cellar, like cellar door. They get the first bit unlocked, but then there's a lock. So Alex Mm -hmm. is going through trying to figure out the locks, right? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Alex gets the right one and pushes the cellar door open, there's our blind man with money's gun. Mm -hmm. And the kidnapped girl screams. And at that point, he's firing the gun at the noise. Alex gets nicked in the earlobe with the bullet and falls backwards. And the old man fires the gun again. And that's whenever the kidnapped girl gets shot. And that's the first time in which we think, okay, maybe Alex died. Mm -hmm. Because he goes down. But then he gets back up. Thankfully. (laughs) Yes, thankfully. The old man gets down in the cellar. Alex and Rocky have taken off. And he starts feeling around, and then he grabs the girl. And at this point, if you haven't been paying attention and haven't gotten the subtle clues of she's pregnant, mm-hmm. he, you think, okay, well, maybe he's lost his mind and he's using her to replace his daughter. Because he's yeah. just like, my, my baby. baby, my baby, holding her after he realizes she died. He gets angry and he gets up and he goes over and he's like, doesn't he say something like, now you see what I see? And then he no, hits. I no. don't think he says anything. I think he, he just doesn't. Okay, turns it's just quiet. He's just all like, okay, I can't see even playing ground. He turns off the power. And we get this really cool night vision scene of Rocky and Alex just looking terrified. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, I would have been like, oh, the movie poster in like the movie case is mm-hmm. the scene. And a lot of the hype was the scene of her covering her mouth when Money shot. It would have been such a better, I think, way to market the movie if they would have used the picture of their eyes just automatically dilating and, like, the terrified horror shock face they have Mm -hmm. when the lights go out. 
Yeah, because they, they're like, oh, shit, I, I literally cannot see. <laughs> and so they're all touching and feeling around, watching it. It's just like holding their breath because they're like one noise and they're, they've been got. One noise and they're got. Because there's like no room for air right now. And they're in the dark, and he's got this gun, and we get this really, really horrifying moment where Rocky is filling out and walking forward, and she almost walks directly into yeah, him. She, and she's got her hand right out in front of her, and like she's she's about to touch him, and then Alex goes, Rocky, and then the old man fires the gun towards the direction of the voice. And it's a really quiet Rocky, too. I mean, it's like, you can definitely tell it was a whisper, because he's like, yeah, Rocky. And then, bang! And then, we see him reach through the shelving and mm. grab Alex and, like, start slamming Alex against the shelving and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got him by the neck, and we think, oh shit, here it comes. Alex is dead now. Because he, the old man has the gun to his head, but then click, click, he's out of bullets. Alex struggling trying to get away and then he thinks okay i better just try to push this shelf over and that'll help me get away so he's grunting and pushing and the shelf goes over and then he's running towards rocky again he's calling for her and then looking for the light at the top of the stairs which doesn't make sense that it's still on to me because he shut off the power the only thing i could think is that it's an old house Maybe he didn't flick the switch for the whole house and just got the cellar. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Like, maybe there's two separate, like, power breakers. Yeah, that's the only thing I could come up with, was maybe there were two separate power breakers. Your face. Was the the end of your beverage there not not that great? No. I really don't recommend the Truly Margaritas. Okay. (laughs) We're not sponsored. Not sponsored. Echo just, just doesn't care for the margarita one. Unless you, unless they want to sponsor us, we will we will totally take free Trulies. We will drink them while we talk. That's I will not drink, what people. Need. I will drink any Truly. <laughs> I just not not the margarita ones, please. <laughs> that all happens. Oh, and then the the thing the shelf gets knocked over on the old man. Is this when they all get back upstairs? Yeah, they they're rushing. They climb the ladder. They get out the door, and then they shove. The crowbar that they had initially tried to use to unlock the lock before Money pulled out the gun and shot it to mm-hmm. try to jam the door shut so they can have time to get out. Oh, and this is the scene with the dog. Yep, and then the dog is in the house. The dog is back awake. They didn't kill the dog, thank goodness. But now the dog is awake and it's in the house and it is snarling. It is pissed. We get this scene of like... I'm going to mute my phone. Sorry about that. <laughs> so then we get the scene of the dog being pissed. And Alex is just like doing his like down boy shh, shh mm-hmm. And Rocky's like backing out of the room and like looking for a way out. Trying to oh, fiddle with them keys. The old man hits the cellar door out of frustration trying to get out. And the dog just takes off full speed. Mm-hmm. After Rocky and Alex... They end up upstairs in this room that has absolutely no way out. And Alex is, like, holding the door blocked shut. And they this is shoved like, a wardrobe in front of it. Right. Like, that Like that would be... I, okay, I was thinking about it. Like, how... Uh, with, with the wardrobe and the door opens inward, it looked like wood. 
And it, it was an old house, so that's a heavy-ass wardrobe. Yeah. Would you be able to push that open? Well, again, remember, this this blind man is a former veteran. He's clearly stayed in good shape. He's stressed out. He's got a, adrenaline going. And I think with his strength and adrenaline going, I think that, yeah, it's possible that he would be able to shove that door open. But again, I don't think that he made it through as easily, got it open enough for the dog to get in. That is true. But he I think didn't he get had in, to... the dog got in. That That is a good point. Yeah. And then I think he had to keep working to get in after the dog, because the dog ran in and somehow shoved Alex through the barred window. <laughs> Which at that point, I mean, they definitely could have knocked out the bars themselves <laughs> and gotten right. away. <laughs> no he gets the man gets in because remember er, no the dog jumps mm-hmm. okay so rocky gets into the vent and then the dog jumps on alex and pushes alex through the window yeah and he lands on the like the skylight thing thank you because i was gonna call it the wrong thing again <laughs> thank you for calling it what it is rocky's in the vents and then we see the dog do like the chicken leg dog thing because i joke that my dog does it where their little legs like yeah. go back and he's like Crawling through the vent at Rocky. Yeah. Like, and how this dog thinks to climb up the furniture and get in the vent. Like, I don't even know how Rocky fit in the vent, let alone this huge ass Rottweiler. And again, we have the cleanest vent in the world. Yeah. That, I don't that see would any not cobwebs. Like that. Especially in an old no house, that up. would not look like that. I yeah. am sorry. Cobwebs <laughs> should be everywhere. There should be a layer of dust an inch thick in those vents. Right? So that's all going on. And Rocky takes nosedive mm-hmm. to get away from the dog. So then we get a cut away from Rocky because she's jumped down this ventilation shaft. The dog is gets out of the vent. So somehow that dog puts it in reverse. Yeah. I don't know how the dog gets back out of the vents. I don't yeah. know why the dog doesn't just jump down on her. We cut... To the man walking around the kitchen and he hears the glass breaking. Mm-hmm. And then again, we think Alex gets shot because he raises the, his gun. Or no, he's in the room. Yeah, he, he hears the glass and then he goes back up to the room where Alex fell from. Goes, mm-hmm. leans out the window and he's pointing the gun down at the skylight and fires. Definitely we think, oh shit, well Alex is hit this time. But no, the glass just breaks. He falls through. Lands on his back. Obviously, wind knocked completely out of him. He's in there. He's gasping, gurgling. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that would not feel good. So, again, we think, okay, Alex. Alex probably dead. Alex probably no more Alex. But he's not. He's alive. We're still focused on Alex at this point because we don't get back to Rocky until after the whole Alex situation is, is rounded out. With the garden clippers. Mm-hmm. Alex gets himself up. At this point, I'm thinking, Alex, you're still going. You earned to live at this point. Alex earned his right to live at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. He's had the absolute snot beaten out of him at this point already. And it only gets worse. So Alex makes his way into what I will call the utility room. There's mm-hmm. the It's like a mix between a utility and a laundry room. 
Yeah, it's got like tools on the wall. It's got the washer and the dryer. And then we think, okay, this is the roundabout of when we get the conclusion to the wonderful scene that they shot of the mm-hmm. the zoom in on the hammer. We're thinking, okay, this is when we get what we're what we've been looking for this whole entire time. We get the hammer resolution. And so Alex gets the hammer. At this point, he also makes note that Money's body is in this room, too. Yep. Which is also very important to the story, that Money is there, too. The man makes his way in there and starts feeling around, and this is when Alex takes action with said hammer. Yep. He hits this guy with the hammer. He knocks the gun arm with the hammer, knocks the gun out of the man's hand, so at least it's a fair hand-to-hand combat fight. Oh, yes, because we... We didn't point it out, but at this point, the man had went back in his room. Yeah. And there was a scene that we got of a gun under his bed when Money was mm-hmm. doing the chloroform bomb thing. There was a gun tied up to the bottom of his bed, and the man yeah. had gotten his gun. Freshly full of bullets now. Yes. That's also important to the end of the story, that there were two different guns used this whole time. And I think that rounds back to the conclusion when we get there. But... Yeah. Alex gets the upper hand when the the dryer or the washer, one of the two, buzzes. They're taking action, but then Alex starts getting the absolute snot beaten out of him. Yeah. And at this point, Alex is looking rough. And then we get a slow cut out, and we see the old man, the blind man, pick up the garden shears. Uh Uh-huh. And stab. He's raising him above his head, and he stabs. And that's when we cut back to Rocky getting herself back together after falling down who knows how far in the ventilation shaft. Looking beat as fuck. She is rough. She's rough after the dog chased her rough rough. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. I had to. So Rocky's in the ventilation system looking like absolute, like Rocky looks like she may have gotten in a fight with Rocky from the, you know, the boxing movies. Yeah. She sees that, okay, now I'm next to a ventilation shaft that leads outside. I'm going to kick this off. I'm going to get out of here. We should also mention that this whole time, Rocky has all that money from that safe on her, in her bag. She's not let go of that bag this whole entire time. Yeah. Which kudos to her, because she went down a ventilation shaft Mm -hmm. with it. She was determined to keep it. But I think that might have been her downfall, too, because as Rocky is kicking out this vent... We see our blind man, bad guy, reach up and pull her out of the ventilation system. Either by the hair or by the backpack. I can't remember which. I I don't know. I just know she comes out of it. <clears throat> yeah. At this point. That's all that matters is that she's back inside. And we're thinking, oh no, if that man kidnapped the one girl for killing his daughter. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant when she died, and he was saying that it was his baby. Yeah. Which we don't find out yet, but we're just thinking if he kidnapped the one girl because she killed his daughter, and Rocky killed the girl, oh well, God. Technically, he killed well, the girl. Well, he killed but the girl, he's but blaming in, her. <laughs> in his mind, he's blaming Rocky. Because the other thing that's foreshadowed really heavily is that as it pants around the house, you can see where crosses used to be hanging up. Mm-hmm. Like in the shadowing, too, at the beginning. It foreshadows the scene that we're coming to. There's 
Of course, Rocky and the guy go hand-to-hand. Rocky gets knocked out, and we wake up, and we're in the cellar. In the ever-loving room of couch cushions. Yeah, 10,000 couch cushions. And Rocky is hooked up to the harness thing. Yeah. Which adds a whole nether level of horror when we find out what else that thing is used for. Uh And I'm just like, oh my god, this keeps getting worse. That's when we start getting lines from the man other than just who's there. Do you want to take up on on some of that? Because I know you have, like, some feelings about it. (laughs) I have feelings about this scene. Okay, so Rocky goes, I understand you. I get it. That girl killed your daughter. You wanted to make her pay. Then he goes, no, you you can't even begin to understand what a father's love for his daughter is like. He's talking about how, oh, that girl should have gone to prison, but rich girls don't go to prison. Talking about how he got paid off so she could not go to jail. Then he's, at this time, he's turning on a Bunsen burner of some kind. He's getting fiddling around in some freezer. Then he's talking about how it... It was only right for her to give me a new child. And that's when he <laughs> drops a yeah. bomb. I, that, and he goes, I'm not a rapist. I never yeah. touched her. It, he, like, he's going on about all this stuff. And he's like, this is when the quote of um, everything is possible when you realize there is no God or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. He's fiddling. And then you see the disgusting vial of white gunk. Yeah. Come out of the freezer and get sit in the skillet, and you're like, oh. And, and then he, he pulls out a fucking turkey baster. Yes, from the drawer. a turkey baster. Ooh. And he, and like he goes over, takes these giant ass shear scissors that are normally used to cut fabric. They are yeah. fabric cutting shears, but he cuts a hole in Rocky's pants. And people there, there's people complained online that in a later scene there is no hole. Yeah. In Rocky's pants. That was a big complaint. Yeah. And I'm like, I get why there wasn't, though. But anyway. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't be, like, just showing somebody's cooter. <laughs> on on a- And anyway, it, Rocky, he goes up and he fills up this turkey based dirt. And I don't know why they needed to add this into, like, it was gross enough without there being a pube. Oh, God, yes. There was a fucking pube in the vial. And then... As he's walking towards her, they show some of the stuff drip out. That was disgusting, yeah, too. that was gross. And so he's got this, what I'm going to refer to as cum baster, walking yeah. towards Rocky. Because you can't use that for anything now. Yeah. It's, it's the it's cum disgusting. baster only. It, it makes me want to throw up. Like, I, I'm being that honest with it. Mm-hmm. And so... He's walking towards Rocky, and then we find out that Alex is not dead, because as he gets towards Rocky, bam! Alex hits him in the head with a hammer. Mm -hmm. We're like, yes! Alex, not dead! For the win! Alex looks like he could be dead. He is clearly fucked. Yeah, he has been through the ringer a few times now. He, like, handcuffs the old man. And gets Rocky down. And him and Rocky are going to leave. They head upstairs. We think, okay, this must be the end. They're working on unlocking that door. And then as soon as Alex gets all the locks undone, bang! 
And then Alex has fallen over dead. The blind man has gotten himself free and is upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then Rocky just takes off running. Yeah. And she should have just kept going. She shouldn't have stopped. She shouldn't have taunted. But as soon as she gets out the door and like halfway down the block, she turns around and he's standing outside the door and she goes, you're useless out here. And then the dog comes for her and she takes off running again. She hops a fence and is trying to get back to the car to get out of there. She stops and looks at the fence as the dog is trying to climb over and then she takes off again. She just, again, she should not have stopped. She doesn't need to keep taking all these pauses. And then we find out that probably money, she gets to the car, she drops Mm -hmm. the money bag. At this point, she realizes, okay, fuck the money, I'm getting out of this fucked ass shit, because this dog Mm -hmm. is fucking cray cray. Yeah, and it's right on her heels. Yeah, so then she opens, what's it called, the center console thing in the car? Yeah. The center console? Yeah. She opens it, and there are no goddamn keys. Mm-hmm. So that means Rocky, not Rocky, but Money, probably took the motherfucking keys in, which mm-hmm. why would he do that in an empty neighborhood? Yeah. There's no keys, and Rocky's there, and the dog's Jeez. on her, and she realizes the man that is, he's done all this other shit, he's not against breaking a car window to get to her. Mm-hmm. And so Rocky's got to think of a way out, but this dog is rabid as hell. This dog gives Cujo a run for his money, okay? Oh, this dog yeah. is fucked. So Rocky comes up with this idea. She pu- folds down the trunk seat, because this is one of those cars that mm-hmm. used to be a thing. Real easy to fold down the trunk seat so you could load things. She finds a, um, like a bungee cord. It's like cord. a bungee cable or some kind of tie-down cable. Yeah. And she hooks it up to where she can open the hatch. Mm-hmm. She opens the hatch, but then... Holds it closed enough that nothing can get in with the cord. Yeah. Folds back up the seat, laxes the cord so the trunk opens because she is Mm -hmm. baiting the dog. Yeah. The dog gets in there. She closes the trunk. But then we realize, holy crap, this dog be strong as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the dog... busted out the lining on top of the trunk, like that section behind the back seat. He's banged that up. He's squeezing his way through. He is crazy ass dog. And Rocky Rocky like is struggling to get out. She gets out. She picks up the money. She turns and like every turn in this movie, wabam! The blind man is just right there. Mm -hmm. And he punches her right in the face and knocks her out. And that's how we get back to the very opening scene where he is dragging her down the street. So he gets Rocky back in the house, and we get the moment of, we kind of see Rocky's, like, just the will fade Mm -hmm. from her eyes. And she's on the floor, and she's not even struggling at this point. But then she sees a ladybug Mm -hmm. It lands right back on her wrist, crawls down her finger, and then she notices that there is the remote that they used to begin with to stop the alarm, and she can hit the panic button from where she's at. Rocky heads for it. There's a little bit more combat hand-to-hand with the old man. Rocky gets the remote, hits the panic button alarm, and the loudest-ass alarm noise starts going off. And this is super traumatizing to this blind man's ears. 
he's freaking out. He can't figure out what's going on. That's when Rocky grabs the crowbar from earlier and starts smacking the snot out of him with that crowbar. She's fighting for her life. She thinks she can make it out of here this time. So she's beating the snot out of him, knocks him down into the cellar, closes the door, and then Rocky runs. Mm -hmm. And as she's running, the police are pulling up because, of course, she set off the panic button. So then we get this scene where Rocky's in an airport with her sister. Mm -hmm. And we hear over the speaker, they're starting to have a a plane line up at their gate and things like that for California. So we know, okay, Rocky's getting the hell out of there. Rocky got the money. Rocky's skipping town. Then we hear the TV and we're like, okay, news report time. Because that is like a trope in these horror movies that there is a news report and bad news is pretty much so always given Mm -hmm. over this news report. We find out that they're saying a group of teens Two thieves. Two thieves broke into a man's house. The man protected his property, and despite everything, he lived. Mm -hmm. And we see him getting, you know, pulled out of the house on a stretcher and And loaded into the ambulance. And yes, and loaded into the ambulance and everything. But they think he just defended his home because Mm -hmm. one thing we didn't point out. Which is important to the story. Now we're going to talk about why they think he was just defending his house. Yeah. When Rocky was tied up, he had taken a a piece of the flooring up from the ceiling and there was a giant hole that he had made. And he was feeling with like a concrete or something like that. And And he he... dropped the woman's body, pregnant, dead body, into Mm -hmm. this hole and covered it back up. So... No trace that this woman was ever there. Right? No trace. And then on top of that, we have the two separate guns that were used and all the damage. You know, this man can't see. So they didn't, you know, and with the man pulling himself free from the one area, Mm -hmm. probably destroyed all the pillow pillow things down there. It took down the harness, so there was no harness or anything. So it just looked like a crazy messed up house. And the two, the two were dead because they attacked the man and he defended himself. And then we find out he told the cops that nothing was missing. And Rocky grabs her sister's arm and then they walk off. It was kind of this poetic, like, walking off into the sunset scene, too. Because it was like the lighting was brighter towards where Rocky was walking to. So Rocky did get to move to California with her sister. And then one thing we didn't touch on was there was this really poetic point after Alex saved Rocky when he, like, handcuffed the old man where Rocky starts beating the snot out of the old man uh-huh. and then takes the cum baster and shoves it down the man's throat yep. and says, how's that taste? Yeah, that was probably the high of the basement scenes. <laughs> Easily. But who? so gross this hour and 28 movie by ghost house pictures and sony Mm -hmm. was also released the same year that sony released sausage party of course they did this this is this and sausage party were like the two top grossing movies for them that year (laughs) which again two movies that make you go oh 
So how many stinky shoes out of 10 do you give this movie? It'll have to be a four stinky shoes out of 10. That's you gave it an extra half point from the last time I we did. talked about it. I You're like did. the rewatch made it less gross. Yeah, it was less gross, and I noticed some more things the second watch through, which always seems to happen. I know that's after watching it the second time. I was like, I think I'm gonna make that a thing. Like I'm gonna watch all the movies twice mm-hmm. just to add a layer of something, you know, to this. I I would give it like four and a half stinky shoes out of 10, because I think (laughs) the reason that the shoe part and the cum baster, like they're disgusting and like gross all on their own. But I Mm -hmm. think the thing that makes it worse is that it's shock horror instead of like actual horror. So it's like after the initial shock of it, how I kicked my box after the initial shock of it is done. It's kind of just like, Oh yeah, that's a thing. It's gross, but it's not as bad as the first time you watch it. Yeah. The first time you're definitely like, oh, why is he still huffing on that shoe? And, oh, God, why a cum baster? Why? Yeah, cum baster. That's going to be something I never forget about this movie. And what I want to know is how using the cum baster is not still technically rape. Because I would still consider that because it's, it's forced penetration. She obviously did not want that thing in her, mm-hmm. and it's like a forced impregnation that's kind of rape. Right. So now we'll talk about like some random other stuff. I figured anything that you want to add or take away from the movie or anything like that before we talk about some random other stuff. This movie, a lot like A Quiet Place, is very reliant on sound to be part of the horror of it, the shock that is factor. True. That is always a big thing in horror, too. Just sound in general is a big factor in pretty much all horror movies, whether it's the background music that is not part of the scene itself, Mm -hmm. or if it is any sounds that are happening, sound is always going to be a huge key to any horror movie. Right. The only other thing I can think of would be foreshadowing mm-hmm. check like the lighting even a really good horror movie has really great lighting yep you've got to have and very lighting, specific kinds of lighting for and it has well. to add something the lighting like every scene the darkness doesn't take away from the scene it doesn't muddy the view it doesn't anything so you can check on that one the foreshadowing the lighting the sound the repeated motif of the ladybug Everything that everything has a purpose. Everything Mm -hmm. they showed had a purpose, which brings me back to the there's no reason that glass didn't have a purpose. Exactly. That thing. That's the only thing that frustrated me really about the movie, because that piece of glass should have come back with everything else that they foreshadowed. The piece of glass should have played a bigger part in the discovery of who else was there. So, this is the first episode. I'm super excited to watch more movies. Of course, this movie just kind of is, you know, where it sits and and such. Do we want to talk about the ratings? No, not for this one. I mean, we can later if that's something people want. I don't see a point because, to me, ratings are subjective. That's true. There's this other scale that 
ratings don't take into effect. Yeah. And I call it the the scale scare of horror movies. (laughs) You know, it's kind of for all movies, really. There's a good movie, right? And then there's this, this category of movie people don't talk about. It is a very subjective category. It is a very, it's a hill I will die on. It's called a good bad movie. It is a movie that is so bad that it is good. It is a movie that you personally enjoy for all the shit that it is. Uh, one, not that it's a good bad movie to me, but one that I can think of that a lot of people would say, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> that's a good bad movie yes yes it is <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about i watched it's it a a good, while bad back. Horror movie. especially in horror movies there is a thing called a good bad horror movie mm-hmm. and it is where it is a horror movie but things are so funny it's just it's a theme it's a theme of a horror movie and i don't care who you are another one willie's wonderland and we will cover that one i love that movie i will die on the hill that that is an underrated movie <laughs> For what it is. I'm looking forward to exploring that with And then you have meh movies, right? Yeah. Which are typically movies you would watch again, but don't fall in a good or, like, a great or a bad category. They're like a movie that if it just came on TV, you would watch it. Then there are what I call boring good movies, where it's just you watch it one time, that's all you need to watch it. It doesn't pique your interest, necessarily. But it's a good movie. There's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't, there wasn't enough action, or wasn't enough gore, or wasn't enough anything. Like, yeah. one I can think of, great storytelling, great storyline, The Witch. Yeah. It was a that good was, horror it was movie. very slow-paced. Ending, great. The movie, boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It's just a boring movie. It's a good, yeah. boring movie. You I'll have watch to be, it once. Like, in the mood for that kind of movie. Exactly. And then you have bad movies, which are movies that you can sit through and you can deal with, but just aren't great, right? And you wouldn't watch them again at all. And those are under boring, uh, good, uh, good, boring movies. So you got yeah. meh, good, boring, bad, and then you got complete shit, which I've got- are the movies you are lucky to finish. I've got an example specifically of one that I could not even finish because it was so bad. So if you have Amazon Prime and you have the stomach for it, it's called Bloody Summer Camp. I maybe got 15 minutes in. The acting was horrible. The costuming was horrible. I could not do more than 15 minutes of this movie. I have yet to even go back and try to finish it. I don't think I can because it is that bad. Oh my god. But yeah, so that is Scar's scale of movies, and you're welcome, because I felt like that needed to be talked about. Because yes, we will watch what I call good bad movies, and yes, we might get some boring movies, and yes, we might get some complete shit movies, but at least there is a scale of which somebody can illustrate, or I could even try to illustrate, of which horror movies fall. I also wanted to, since this is the first episode, give you just a little bit of basis. So I'm Scar or Scarlet. Probably just go with Scar. It's faster to say. And then, mm-hmm. of course, we have Echo. Hey. I, I, Echo and I have been friends for a very long time. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. Echo lives in Indiana still. I, however, got the fuck out a couple years ago, and I now live in Oregon. 
So that is why I say me smoking devil's lettuce and watching a horror movie is perfectly legal where I'm yes. at. <laughs> me, on the other hand, I just have to get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> also, just because people will be curious, I am 29. And I just turned 30 in April. So there you go on that end. I think the biggest horror movie that I'm looking forward to, and it will be a spoilers, and it will be pretty close. We typically probably won't do movies very close to when they release. The yeah, only exceptions cause... for sure, and I can say this, so be prepared. We'll put a, we'll make sure that in the title we put spoilers or whatever we need to put so people know. Even though the show is basically oops all spoilers, but exactly. at least it's at least they're going to be mostly older films. Mostly, you know, would be the FNAF movie probably two weeks after it comes out. I'm going to watch it twice at least, probably the day it comes out because it is supposed to be released both in theaters and on Peacock. It is a Blumhouse movie. Jim Hansen Company is doing the animatronics. Can't go uh, wrong with I've, Jim Hansen. I've seen the trailer. It looks wonderful. It will definitely be within the first two to three weeks after it comes out. I've just got to get Echo on Discord to watch the movie or mm -hmm. Echo even possibly get a trial yeah. to Peacock to watch it. We're definitely that one. And then Iron Lung, which is yes. the movie Markiplier is currently making. They just finished filming and I think mm -hmm. they started into the editing process. Yeah, because that's what Mark was talking about, has been yeah. talking about on Distractable, their podcast. That will definitely be a, however close to it coming out, Echo and I are ready to talk about it. With mm -hmm. it being a Markiplier project, we'll probably at least have to watch it twice. Yeah. Because there's always lore. I know it's based off of a game, but the game has lore. So I might take one for the team after watching the movie and watch Mark's playthrough of the game. Yeah. Echo could get lost in a paper bag, and this the game has coordinates and in it. So I so am I, not I, very good at that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I so would we'll fail just, at this game epically. <laughs> I could draw Echo a map, and they would still be all like, "I don't know where three point four connects yeah. with five point six, or however co coordinates work." You know, yep. Echo would still be all like, "I yeah, no, I even with a graph." So we're just not Echo and math equals no go. No go at all. So, there will be that one. Um, we will cover Willy's Wonderland. Uh, that will definitely be one that we watch with mm -hmm. Mr. Nicholas Cage. Definitely going to hit Ginger Snaps, which is one of Echo's my, favorite one of movies. My favorite series. Oh my goodness. We are going to watch all three. Anytime that we know for sure that we are going to watch all of them in the thing, we will let you know ahead of time and we will try to do them back to back. We will later set up a point in time probably closer to october when we start the scream movies and it'll be six weeks straight of scream related content for you all yes i love the scream franchise in the final episode of the scream franchise we will probably do a final girl rundown and mm -hmm. name one of the females from the scream overall universe as the main final girl stay tuned because there's nothing saying that it will be sydney that's very true also i want to do the heathers that will be one of the ones we do i think it falls in horror movie realm i we'll would probably do count it as that 
Rocky Horror, but that might be a Halloween special. I'm thinking yeah, we should do a Rocky good. Horror Picture Show for a Halloween special. And I think we also ought to do Repo the Genetic Opera as a Halloween special. <laughs> we will do it around Halloween. I'm thinking Rocky Horror will be an extra episode in the month of Halloween that's released on the 31st. Sounds good to me. Released exactly on Halloween. Uh, another thing that we are going to do that I haven't told Echo about yet, but I know they'll be down, cool. is we are going to do a two-week episode block period of the It movies. Yes. One week, we will do Tim Curry, yes. and then the next week, we will do both of the new movies oh. in one long-form podcast, because the original movie is so long, I think we'll, you'll, we'll just do two long-form podcasts and either add on to the, the second one, the point where we debate between the two, and name one the ultimate It, and we'll name one the ultimate clown. Sounds good. So, so stay tuned to figure out which It series is the ultimate It and which It clown takes the ultimate clown position. Sounds like an epic plan to me. So, Echo, would you like to spin the wheel or do you have a horror movie that you would like to watch? I choose I'm going to let you pick wheel. this time. You choose the I wheel? Choose, I choose wheel. I always choose the wheel. And, ooh, the wheel that we're using right now is the 2B wheel. I'm going to make an Amazon Prime wheel as well, since we both share that one. But the movie we got is Barry the Bride from 2023. And I'm believing that is a 2B special. Let me check. We are not sponsored by 2B. However, 2B does have free movies, if you don't mind ads. Yeah. And it's not like an overwhelming amount of ads. I think we got maybe three through the course of watching Don't Breathe. Yeah, it wasn't a ton. And honestly, if you don't care, which I don't, it makes a nice bathroom break. Yes, Barry the Bride is a Tubi original. You want me to give you the rundown real quick? Hell yeah. It says, Bride-to-be June's bachelorette party turns deadly. When her bloodthirsty fiancé and her friends show up to crash the party. Oh, and his friends. His friends. It's got Christy Fox, Scout Taylor Compton. Oh, it's directed by Spider One. Okay. And it's got a runtime of an hour and 23 minutes, and it's rated infirmature. All right. So if you want to watch that with us, it's on Tubi for free. Exactly. And and it's one of their originals. I'm, a, I'm actually excited to do a Tubi original. I'm excited to do an original from a platform that is free. Yeah. I'm looking I want to see what that's like. How that stacks up. Any other random things? Should I throw you another question? If you've got one for me. If you had to pick a horror movie that you think you could make it 24 hours in, what horror movie would you pick? I could probably survive 24 hours in Quiet Place. (laughs) Yeah, I was, after I said it, I was like, 24 hours? That's not a long time. I could probably do 24 hours in the mist. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably do 24 hours in the mist. Yeah. I could probably do 24 hours in Bird Box. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, after I stipulated it to 24 hours, I was like, in any horror movie, there's a ton. 
that you could probably just do 24 hours and you're safe. I could do 24 hours and scream. (laughs) Scream is going to be a whole conversation because, like, how traumatizing it would be to not trust any of your friends. No kidding. Like, yes, you have to survive two killers, typically. It's two. Yeah, generally. But, like... And it does happen over multiple days. Except in two different movies. Two different movies break that that stigma. But no spoilers yet, because we're not talking about that movie yet. That's true. Okay, I I thought of another one. This has been Scared Popless. We hope we see you next episode for Bury the Bride. Again, that's on Tubi only, because it's a Tubi original. Tubi is free, and we're not sponsored. But hey, cool for free stuff, right? Exactly. Well, I'll see you next time.